Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Shit, don't even have a synopsis for this. Wow. This is at the end of a long week. I... We've been prepared for everything at every turn, but I'll just I'll just rattle one off the dome. Fuck! I just I'm got, very I, interested to see how this happened now. I got a Five Nights at Freddy's from director Emma Tammy is a 2023 horror mystery thriller about a down on his luck family man who takes a night job. That features quite a few night crawlers. It has a Rotten Tomatoes score of a kind 30 <laughs> and a runtime of one hour and 50 minutes. Not bad. Could you believe Not I didn't bad. that that wasn't pre written? Um yes, because Nightcrawlers sounds Nightcrawlers like worms. didn't work. There's no worms. Uh I would also challenge the um the genre. Not I would like throw mystery. Sci fi. It has oh the the fact that it is mainly scored by like a pulsing synth yeah. automatically makes it sci fi. Is it sci- now? I'm double now. I'm questioning: Is it sci-fi or is it like one of the? What's that like weird word that's like a supernatural thriller? Yeah, like a supernatural horror thriller. Yeah. So genres on Letterboxd are currently listed as horror and mystery. So mm. you got you got two. You got those two. That's what I mean. That's what I, I just pulled the genres that it had written on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, which were horror and mystery. So <laughs> okay. I said it's a, it's kind of a thriller. We must point out uh, the Rotten Tomato score that you gave was the critic score, obviously, but the audience score here is way higher. Bonkers brunch score. What's the uh, what's the difference? Or I guess what's the audience score, and then what's the difference? Audience score is eighty eight. It's a difference it's really of high. upwards of twenty five. I don't know. So uh, not to. Not to give away too much right off the bat, but I, I liked this movie more than most people seem to like it. No, not according most to... Most critics. Mo, not even critics, because I've seen a lot of people push back on how much I, I actually enjoyed it, like even on Twitter. 
a lot of people were like, yo, this movie was ass. Movie people don't like it. Mm -hmm. I think that like seemingly most civilians like it, but a lot of civilians are movie people, like non like professional critics. 30 is, I also liked it. I didn't love it. It was generally fun. I also didn't love it. I should it say that. It was the most obvious movie that's ever been made. Yeah. It was so obvious that it was boring at points. Mm. Uh, but visually and uh, sonically, it was captivating and interesting because you're seeing a bunch of like creepy old ass things. Uh, this movie, though, I should say, has may contain spoilers... Uh, you wouldn't logically seek out a podcast. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, this is the ultimate example of the spike rule of if so, if a certain person is in it, they probably did it. Let's just say, make contain spoilers. There's like four people in this movie, and Matthew Lillard is one of them. <laughs> Guess who did it? And so you're right that the quote-unquote twist is so obvious in this, in this movie. Um, but I think that it's so obvious to the point where it can't even be considered a twist. It like, can't be like a bad if, twist if, if it's you not a twist. Did, if you did not know that this was coming, you just like either weren't pay, paying attention to the movie or you're like the dumbest person in the world. Not, and like, I don't want to insult you if you didn't see it coming, but were you Chris even Broussard paying attention? <laughs> um, it's just like, uh, you know, I, I feel like it, it wasn't intended to be a twist with how obvious it was. Plus, in just like Googling Five Nights at Freddy's, I saw Matthew Lillard dressed in one of the costumes. Yes, in I a think photo. It may, maybe like even like a in press the photo or something. Yeah. So, like, it, I don't know if it's atten- intended to be a twist, it, it shouldn't be. Even still, with how much like a lot of stuff is telemar- telegraphed here, uh, I found the movie interesting. And uh, I, it's important to note that I r- knew that Five Nights at Freddy's was a video game. I, I, didn't, I did not play it. I don't know a lot of the lore surrounding Five Nights at Freddy's. I know there's a lot of it, and people are super into Five Nights at Freddy's in that world. I'm not one of those people. I'm just really interested in it. And the movie didn't like dampen or push me away from Five Nights at Freddy at all. If anything, push me in the other direction. I want this to be like a franchise. So you, t- oh yeah, it's definitely going to get a bunch of uh, sequels. Uh, so you like, you don't know like what, what you're supposed to do in the game or whatever. I just know that it's like a horror game and you're supposed to su- survive. And oh, I, so, and so I know that so like during like the job. So you're the, yes. the American mescal guy. I, I, yeah. I think the lead, the Josh lead reminds me so much of Paul Meskel. Uh, I don't see it. Paul Meskel, way more talented than Josh Hutcherson. Right, but the, just like he's got like a general uh, hanging on by a thread vibe in his character. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, but no, I, yeah, I think that in the game you're just like you're su- you're supposed to survive. I knew that like at night the um, the whatever you want, the animatronics came alive. I didn't know for what reason. And honestly, the, the story in the, in the movie, I, like, I don't know how much of that is actually borrowed from any source material or like fan lore or whatever. But I thought that the, that part of the story was interesting enough uh, as, as a way to kind of turn it into something more than just like, hey, stay alive in this building. Hmm. Uh, this will be lost on us. Apparently, this movie is quote, 
loaded with Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. This is just like big fan service, which maybe is why maybe explains the super high audience score because eighty eight is too high. That's too an high, audience yeah. score. But audience scores are always either super high or super low, generally. Uh, not always. Uh, I didn't get, like, any of the stuff going in. Like, I had, I had no, I knew nothing about this other than the toys or the animatronics come alive and Matthew Lillard is in the movie, so he's the fucking bad guy. And I still, I still generally had fun and was kind of icked out by it which was i believe what the movie was going for so overall not bad movie no i don't think it's bad at all and and as far as like movies that i've watched straight to peacock this is the best one (laughs) so uh, it's definitely the best one definitely better than halloween kills that's for sure uh maybe it helps that um that that's how i took it in rather than going to the movie theater but you know if i had complaints about it i would say it was yeah, again, like the the how telegraphed it is, I think you can take away points for that. I also think that you can take away points for um it it's not really scary. It, it so like for it being a horror and mystery, it's not great at either one of those things. Like it's not a super scary movie and it is not a super mysterious movie. It's definitely not scary. It's the only way it's mysterious is you're like I know what happens what ends up happening in this movie for sure but i would like to know how it's connected you know that the spoilers cop is uh possibly not even a cop and definitely is looking out for this uh this main character you know that matthew lillard is the bad guy the puppeteer you you know that this has something to do with his brother Mm -hmm. and you just don't know how it all comes together right and you don't know um, sort of like how or why it's being orchestrated. You know who it's, who it's being orchestrated by and who's an accomplice, and you don't really know the full reason. Can I ask you, did you think this was better or worse than Megan? Um, I think that this was... Ah, oh, man, that's a good... Uh, I think this was... I think this was better than Megan. Ooh, I think, I think it was a little worse than Megan, but I didn't love Megan. I also, though didn't go into this with any hype. I went into Megan with like yeah, the, fucking they, best picture hype. I mean, I definitely I definitely did not share that level of enthusiasm but or people hype. Were but people were pumped movie. for it and it ran ads for fucking ever. Yeah. And so I uh I think I had higher expectations for Megan. I didn't have high expectations for this movie. Number one because it went straight to Peacock and that's how I took it in and I was like, you know what? My experience with that is that this is probably going to be a dumbass movie. And mm. I also knew that it was like a video game adaptation. And I, and like, I, I, I assume when it comes to video game adaptations, I think the bar is pretty low. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't seem like the biggest project or the most hyped project. So I had very, very like reasonable expectations for it. And it, it wasn't as dumb as I thought. Uh, you know what movie this reminded me to see that I was excited to see and then came out no one talked about it at all I don't think either of us saw it Inside Inside you remember the, there was like the trailer looked really good it was like William uh, Willem Dafoe is some sort of burglar and he gets stuck into the in the place where he is trying to burgle 
I don't. Hopefully, it doesn't become a robbery. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully, it stays at yeah. a burglary. And there's like a there's minimal cast. I think I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. There's only three people credited as being in the movie, and it looked dope and suspenseful. And then I'll watch like it. a year later. I'm talking about fucking Five Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> and nobody that that movie fucking came and went. Yeah, I don't. I, that sounds super interesting, but I uh, I don't know what what it is. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, so this movie had very, it is a Blumhouse movie. It has Blumhouse vibes. And I, I say that in a, in a pretty complimentary way. Like it's, it's not like prestige Blumhouse, but it's not like absolute piece of shit. They are just trying to turn a profit on this sort of Blumhouse either. Yeah. Like, is it, um, is it, wait, was Fantasy Island even Blumhouse? I don't know if that was like official Blumhouse or like Blumhouse right. Light. The thing is, there's so much like bootleg Blumhouse out there, yeah. and some of it's great, like right. escape room stuff. But, and but some like some, yeah, like it, when you can capture the essence of Blumhouse, that's when you really got us. And I feel like Blumhouse did a good job capturing its own essence with Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, like you said, it looked very good. Uh, it sounded good. Like the vibe was was pretty good here. Fantasy Island was. Blumhouse, so okay. that so I'll give that as a barometer. Is that higher or lower? Uh, this Five Nights at Freddy's, I think, is lower than than uh, Fantasy Island because okay. I had a lot of fun at Fantasy Island. Fantasy and Island. it's and it felt like a bigger production than this one. Fantasy Island was ridiculous. And that's the one thing that this doesn't have. This doesn't have like the oh my god, this is so stupid. What like. Like I didn't have any like I can't wait to laugh about this with Pete. It was just more entertaining. Yeah, so, like I was more excited for the Fantasy Island review than the Five Nights at Freddy's review. The the main honestly the main reason why I was excited to do this review was because it it does seem to be such a polarizing movie where the receptions are like you either really liked it or you really fucking hated I don't it. Know I didn't why fall hated. I didn't so fall much. on either side. I fell somewhere in between. I, I on. Letterboxd, I gave it a three and a half. I reserve the right to uh, sweet three on the floor. No, whoa, I might I might go lower, but three and a half I think is fair. Mm. And it, it's not a piece of shit. It's not gonna win any awards. It has its flaws. Some of them are more glaring than others, and some of the moments you just roll your eyes. But it's a fu- it's a fun time. As long as you don't close your eyes, because then mm-hmm. those animatronic boys are going to come on out. I, I think I really do think that this can be the start of a franchise, and the next like two, if they want to get way darker or way grittier, th- these have potentials to be really good movies. I mean, they big time set up a sequel right. with this like they they want more and and now that the, and i think that like a second movie where matthew lillard is clearly quote unquote out of the closet mm-hmm. as as the bad guy the serial killer here um yeah like i finally a i matthew lillard give me a matthew give me every matthew lillard serial killer movie absolutely people forget he was one of the killers in screen i i'm no they don't oh yeah they do <laughs> do they really they see matthew lillard and they're like I don't know. What I he think did. I think a lot of people just uh, in general forget Matthew Lillard, and I do not. I ride no, for Matthew yeah. Lillard, man. No '90s, no self-respecting uh, person who lived through the '90s is forgetting Matthew Lillard. I wonder where he would rank on like 
the people who might be not like one hit wonder or typecast person or whatever, but like but person like, who's kind of synonymous with only one thing to most people, but is a household name as a result of what that. do you think he's synonymous for? I think he's synonymous Scooby for Doo. Scream. Uh, what about oh, Scooby Doo? So he, I remember like we thought it was funny. We thought it was interesting that he was uh, in Scooby Doo. No, Scooby Doo rocks. Was that was that your? Because you, you were no, a little late to Scream. No, so I was I was late to Scream, but I did have She's All That and Scooby Doo. Yep. So I knew that Matthew Lillard was like, like and Summer Catch. So oh, Matthew right. Lillard was hot shit. Coming okay, up. yeah, I didn't do. I was, but, a but it was it was a person. it was a fairly short period of time where he was hot shit. Ah, uh, yeah. So I guess I was just saying personally for me, he's one of the killers in Scream. May contain 1996 what, spoilers. Did he, were were was he and Freddie Prince Jr. just like the hottest shit? At the same time, no. Freddie or, Prince Jr. light years ahead. No, I know, but but I'm saying, were they just hot at the same time, where they were in a bunch of stuff together, or were they linked as like really good pals? Because is Freddie Prince Jr. in Summer Catch? He's in Summer Catch. He's in Scooby Doo. Yeah. He's in She's All That. Mm. Whoa, that's right. He wasn't in Scream. Not that we know of. Dude, if Freddie Prince Jr. showed up as Ghostface in a future Scream, that would be incredible. I am... He, he, uh, he, he kind of can't, though, because he was in I, I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's right. But you, you, if, if they can do Kevin James, Lee, or Remini as a married couple True. in different shows playing different people, then, right? Because they didn't... Didn't they grab... They put her in uh, Kevin Can Wait eventually. Uh, I didn't watch Kevin Can Wait. You didn't? No. I'm just kidding. Do you remember I had a Twitter like troll who was really yes, up my butt yeah. who only cared about Donald Trump and yes. Kevin Can Wait? Yeah. And I would just I didn't realize that Kevin go back Can Wait. And be like, shut up, Kevin Can Wait sucks. And he'd be like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot that show existed. Uh, well, we have uh, some Kevin James content coming up on our hockey show, and you're not going to believe that, but we truly do. Yeah, we do. Uh, what's your... Uh, Letterboxed rating. Letterboxed for this is... Uh, it's between a two and a half and a three. I can be... Oh, I'm in a good mood. Three. All right. There you go. Three and three and a half. Five Nights at Freddy's. Not as bad as you heard. Must or see. not as good as you heard. Must see. Depends who you're talking to.